0: And we are live. And here I am with the wonderful agent, Lucinda Halpern, who has a new book out. That's wonderful. Lucinda, my Thank you.
1: Here it is. Get signed. Thank so, you so, so much. So,
0: so so finally, you've joined the, your clients and you're now a published <laughs> author.
1: <laughs> and it is just as wonderful and transformative and rewarding as I, I tell authors it is.
0: Okay, and um, so uh, we're, we're a little lim- limited for time because you are so busy representing uh, great uh, writers, and uh, I will try and be brief, even though that's very difficult for me. So hi, everybody. <laughs> I'm Mel Rosenberg, and I am the host of the uh, Children's Literature Channel, the New Books Network, and I'm here with the wonderful, wonderful literary agent, owner of an agency, uh, which of course is uh, eponymous, and uh, you've just had a book come out with Hay House entitled Get Signed. So welcome to Lucinda Halpern. Thank you. First of all, I always ask my my wonderful interviewees, your name, you know, Lucinda, I don't know any Lucindas, and Halpern, Hmm. uh, a few words about who you are.
1: Yeah, Um, well, Halpern is my married name. I used to be Lucinda Blumenfeld, uh, and got known in that and then made the switch. But Lucinda, you know, I don't know, there are very few people. And it, it does have the name of a literary agent right and it, it sort of rolls off the tongue lucinda literary um, a bit about me i started through what i called the side door in publishing which is something i always advise aspiring authors to do never enter through the front door try to find the side door um, i you know got a connection into HarperCollins after trying to be an aspiring writer myself Uh, you know, writing memoirs and journals and submitting short stories and essays and thought it was time to switch gears and actually make a living in publishing. And through that experience of working first at HarperCollins and then at Scholastic, I learned everything about pitching to the media, advocacy for authors, what it took to fight for authors. You know, as I say in my book, working with a book to see it on its rise to fame before the world knew its name is is one of the lines um and online marketing which you know was sort of prescient at scholastic they were always kind of the forerunners and really paying attention to what the internet was doing for their authors and leveraged that to get a job as a literary agent without any list without any clients basically no guarantee of money but one person because it only takes one saw the sort of talent and the hustle and, you know, for whatever reason, let me take a, take a try at it. And, you know, the rest is sort of history. I always was going to have my own company. I was always an entrepreneur that was always in my future. Started with Cinder Literary now 13 years ago, um, specializing in what I call big idea books, which applies to nonfiction and fiction alike. I would say we're most known for, Science-backed books by either PhDs or entrepreneurs—that's sort of my personal, um, my personal gem. But I love commercial fiction. Uh, we do have a children's book agent. We do mind, body, spirit. We're we're open to to all great books. So that's a bit of my background.
0: That's wonderful, and you also have a um, a certain uh, period in Canada as a student at McGill.
1: I yes, I did. And oddly enough or not oddly enough, I now represent a bunch of Canadian writers who have been really successful and wonderful to
0: work with. So Oh, Canada. Yeah. Uh I left Are Canada. Are you Canadian, Mel? Yes, I Are well I, I've lived in Israel for millions of years, but I grew up in Canada, so I am proud to be a uh, Canadian. Yes, but I'm Israeli.
1: Is is that where we're zooming from? From Israel?
0: Yes, the sun is going down here.
1: Wow. Near Tel Aviv wow, amazing.
0: and uh, we are, um, as you know, in the midst of a uh, war here that we didn't want. And um, yeah. once, once in a while, sirens go off, but they haven't gone off lately. So here I yeah. am. <clears throat> Let's talk about good got stuff, it. Lucinda. So yeah, yeah. I, I I read your I read your book, and I, I want to recommend it um, to all authors who um, who haven't uh, got an agent yet. Um, and um, regardless, and, and the book is not. Necessarily for children's authors, whom you personally don't represent, and yet I would say for every children's author, yes, get this book, because I've Thank interviewed you. a zumpteen literary agents, and none of them has had the gumption to write a book, <laughs> and you have. You're a very gumptive person.
1: <laughs> I never thought of it as gumption. I just think of um, agents as that not being a passion the way it is for me Um, you know the the necessity is to find the greatest talent and sell it i love making a great deal for an author and i love being an editor and a champion but in addition to that i've always had this mission to teach and to really impact writers at large and navigate them through this very mysterious unnecessarily mysterious industry you know, with the belief that every writer should, it should have a shot at getting an agent. They've just never had the formula. And now I can, yeah, I can tell you that the pitches we're seeing from people who have read this book have been, it's gone from here to here. People are really following the guidance and they're getting my attention and they're getting my agent's attention. And that's just so rewarding to see.
0: Okay. So a word about um, the, um, in your agency, you have one or two agents who accept the, children's books also Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. i i know connor eck and and and, uh roseanne wells are they with Mm -hmm. you
1: they are and we're not not right here in the office we work remotely (laughs) but uh also kelly berg takes on so she's a newer agent with us and she's also taking on children's book um you know i'm a parent i'm actually the only parent of those three agents So I also know a good children's book when I see one, you know, as you were saying, Mel, the same rules sort of uh, apply in this book to authors of all kinds, fiction, nonfiction children's, the submission material, which I'm happy to get into changes somewhat for a fiction author um, in ways it's less complicated and more difficult because, because it's so short, uh, if you're talking about a picture book, it's harder amidst all of the submissions to decipher what's what's there and what you know what that what that could really look like for middle grade very similar to fiction ya fiction meaning you have to submit the full manuscript um, and a really great pitch so that's what this book is teaching it still applies to children's books but i will say that just being a parent does not make you an author (laughs) So that, that's we have sure. not quite a lot, uh,
0: Lucinda. Let, let's let's crunch some numbers. So yes, absolutely. You okay. know, th- this book costs between seventeen and twenty-one dollars, depending on where you buy it and whether you get the audiobook, uh, the ebook, mm-hmm. the real book, the paper book, the almost real book. Uh, it's it's a deal. Uh, there's so <sighs> much information here, um, and, thank uh, and thank you so much for sharing it. Um, yeah, and so. I I think that uh, I want to crunch a few numbers with you. Um, Mm. How many How many clients do you have? You said I could ask Uh, anything. I'm asking anything. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No, it's hard to count. I mean, I have clients I've just signed that aren't even, you know, that don't even have deals, and then we've got an existing roster at LucindaLiterary.com. If someone is anyone is interested, my personal list. Again, now we're also differentiating between active clients with books versus backlist you know, clients who are not writing new books. I mean, it's got to be 50 or fewer for me personally, over the course of a decade, and then another 20 to 40 for each of the agents.
0: Okay, so it's so so that so so you've said yes to about 50 authors. And, and and really, I, I, I venture that this forms the basis for your book. Mm-hmm. Uh, how mm-hmm. many people? How many people do you say no to? Yeah. How many? How many um, queries do you get a, a month, a week, a day? I'll make the calculations. Yeah.
1: yeah. So I. So my agency sees about fifty queries a day. So that math makes it really easy. You know, we're yeah. we're unlikely to take on a client a day. I,
0: I, because because I um I'm I'm uh, one of these people that likes to to do the numbers. So if you take if if you get fifty manuscripts a day. That translates into about uh, eighteen thousand a year. I could be wrong. Um, and of uh, eighteen thousand a year, uh, you take on fifty over a decade. That's five a year. Um, so, wow, odd, this is good to know. <laughs> yeah, so, so, so the odds, and I always say this, are between one and five thousand of getting mm-hmm. published. And mm-hmm. and what you've done here is you, I think you've said, um, well, I'm going to translate it. You said, look, the odds are 1 in 3,000. But if you read this book, and if you try to do as many things as you can yeah. to increase your stakes, you can get to be about 1 in 100.
1: Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, there's a chance for everyone. The issue is it's not you, it's your pitch. People get very easily dejected that they're not getting response. Indicating that they are a bad writer, that they don't have the platform, they don't have the talent, they don't have something original to say, and that's not it. They just haven't cracked the code of how to present themselves properly. Um, this coach, no, one thing. Hold on. Yeah. Lucinda. that. Yeah, yeah.
0: You, you're yeah. being too, you're being too op as 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 an author. Too optimistic. You're, you're being too optimistic here. Um, you know, I, I have a book out here traditionally published in Israel, but I've been rejected hundreds of times. Um, so. Um, most authors are not going to get an agent even if they do everything that's written in your book unfortunately Could but be. what you yeah. what, what yeah. you have done is you've enabled those who have the qualities that you talk about and who are willing yeah. Yeah. to invest yeah. time and the effort um, a really better chance
1: yeah. Just to comment on that, you're absolutely right. This is not a guarantee that you read the book you get of nature and the book deal. But in fact, what some people are, people are saying, because I'm paying attention to all the reviews, people are saying, hey, this actually helped me so much in deciding if I should write the book, finish the book, pitch the book. Is this a big idea? Is it better for self-publishing? And guess what? The book is about really your presentation at large whether you are presenting this to an agent or the wide public, if you're self-publishing or just talking about it to your friends, these are the things, this is really marketing. So these are the rules of how to uh, make a statement in the best way possible, clarify your message, clarify what's unique and different about what you're doing. These are the basic rules of any product that you're trying to sell, no matter which format or no matter who says yes. Um, So just, just getting to the act of, you know i just learned a really interesting statistic i have to fact check it because you're the numbers guy only three percent of people actually finish a book that they plan to write of those who even begin i mean imagine how many people are out there and they're approaching us we've got a book idea we want to talk to you about so uh, you know i i think that those odds are are immediately yeah yeah The, the,
0: the best advice is finish your book (laughs)
1: Yeah, the best advice is finish your book, but the best advice is, you know, read a resource like this to figure out if you are even qualified to traditionally publish. Give it a shot, because I think that if you've written the book, you should give it a shot. Self-publishing is not the stigmatized, I mean, I have a lot of good things to say about self-publishing, but give it a shot, see what feedback you receive. That could be immensely helpful in Continuing to improve your product, you said you've been rejected a hundred times. Going back out there, pivoting with a new idea. No, no, not
0: much more than a hundred times. Listen, you've been much kind. more than
1: a hundred times. So, I mean, that's that's the case for every person, you know, every person out there has faced rejection. So, this is also a formula to motivate you past the rejection and to help you really hone what's unique about you.
0: And and to most of the authors who've been on the show, and that's about one hundred and fifty. Um, wow. you know, I would say the average time to get an agent or a, a book published is between 8 and 15 years. Um, oh my. So it, it takes a lot of time. But mostly I'm, I'm talking to children's book authors. Yeah. And, yeah. and you're, you're now a published, a, uh, a published author in your own right. Do you have an agent or you sold this to Hay House yourself?
1: So funny. I made the critical mistake of not hiring an agent. <laughs> And I tell my publisher this because there are these it. moments. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah. But, I, but it was the same in writing my book. I thought I'm a great writer. I can write a book. The minute I sat down to write it, I was like, "Gosh, I'm a crappy writer." It turns out, not in the ways I expected, but in the ways of this particular form, where you need to ha- be really clear and simple and accessible, and handhold the reader and create the right arc and the right organization. That piece, those pieces were hard for me. I had a problem being creative um getting the book deal itself you know it, it was an act of of god it was a gift um I, I i happened to be and this is another sort of uh helpful you know thing for writers to hear Happened to be at a dinner with a friend who works at hay house who i do a lot of business with and third glass of wine check is coming i thought i should probably just mention that i'm self-publishing this book that i've been writing and I decided, because I was passionate about it, you know, it was the thing that was absorbing my attention at that time. I decided to, you know, take a stab at it, tell her about the project, had no expectation that anything would happen. And she said, don't self-publish that. We want to commission it. We want to see it. She didn't give me a book deal on the spot. She said, we want to consider it. So I created a book proposal very quickly. I gave them all the information about my platform. I acted as my own best promoter, and then I was given this book deal, you know, really not with a bad advance at all. And this full editorial team, marketing, pub- publicity. But in the process, I learned that having an agent advocate for my business interests. Um, I had a, you know, I had a lawyer do the contract, so I wasn't gonna be stupid and do it myself, <laughs> do that myself, <laughs> elevate my fee and all that. But um, but it, you know, there are these moments where things get delicate. Um, It usually begins with the jacket. Usually for all of my authors, it begins with when they present you with a jacket that is so far from the vision you have. And that's when you call your agent and say, can you say something?
0: (laughs) What, you don't like your jacket? It's a lovely jacket.
1: Oh, I love my jacket. But that's because that's because I, in the nicest way possible, had to act as my own agent and say, these are the things that aren't working. And then I did the really bizarre thing of asking to hire my own designer and have them pay for it. Or and this Hay House is a very unconventional publisher in this way. Plus we know I have a, a great relationship with them. So, but unfortunately, you know, fortunately or unfortunately they set a precedent with me that now I'm telling my authors, you can actually tell your publisher if you'd like to engage your own designer, and I can't promise they'll say yes, but Hay House was, was kind enough, and I found someone great, and he's Canadian, um, and he's terrific, and we worked together to find a jacket that I thought was really uh, terrific, so. Show,
0: show the book again. It's really very nice yeah, jacket, very yeah. nice so jacket.
1: I'll, so we'll see what, so just to give you a sense of what worked about this, The big title, the fact that it's a short title and that it's big means that in a Barnes and Noble, it's all the way here and people can see it. It also means that because of this beautiful blue and it's a pen and it's sort of like a, you know, it doesn't have a, it can pertain to any genre, any type of person. People are holding it up on social media. Imagine that. You know, that's what a jacket brings. And again, a great revelation, because I always told my authors, don't sweat your jacket. It's just going to be a thumbnail on Amazon. You know, don't give it too much thought. Oh. Well, now I learn the power of a book jacket is everything, actually, in a very visual world.
0: So so uh, that's wonderful. And uh, now it's time, now that we understand yeah. how your relationship with Hay House developed. By the way, this happens again and again um it, the, the, getting published is such a one chance in a billion zillion and uh it yeah. very often happens you know you you went to powder your nose and you met an editor or you yeah. had your third glass of wine you speak to somebody <laughs> from Hales. It, it seems to always work like that um and the, i guess the only advice is um talk no, don't be, don't yes. be shy yes. to say, oh, by yes. the way, by the way, I don't know if I should tell you, but I'm writing a book about the. you yep. and, and once in a while.
1: This it's is one of me. the things I say that I've been saying in interviews. You tell everyone you know, and again, this is not just if you're writing the book, but it could be if you have some passion, some hobby, some side job that you're exploring. You can't be nervous and hold that close to the vest. You should be telling people you never know what door is going to open or what connection is going to be made. So there's a lot of fear from writers, you know, I'm not, I, and I understand the fear of, I'll tell you what I, what I relate to, what I don't relate to. What I relate to is I'm not good enough. So I, and I'm new at this and I'm not a celebrity or a, a published author before or I've self-published and they're worried that they just don't have the quality Right? And that no one's going to tell them in their immediate circle because they're surrounded by people who love them, who aren't going to give them that critical truth. That I understand. The piece I don't understand is this notion that agents, that literary agents are on this pedestal and that they aren't deserving, you're, you know, you're not deserving of, of their attention, that they shouldn't follow, that you shouldn't follow up with them, that you should consider them on this higher plane. That to me is, you know, uh, what would my husband say, Um, (laughs) apocryphal, Um, you know, it's, it's B.S. It's we need talent just as much as you need agents. So we are humans. We are people who love books like you are. We are not above you. Uh, the fact that our, that our inboxes are full and that we're not getting back to you because we don't see it immediately may be as simple as you called us at a bad time, the intern was out of the office, your spam filter, you know, you're in our spam filter, or you were submitting as many agencies have a very complicated query process, um, or you just didn't get your pitch right. But those things do not take away from the fact that we are on your level and we are people just like you. And that fundamentally, we work for you ultimately. You know, people don't understand that either.
0: Lucinda, one of the things that I do on my show is I interview agents because I think that agents are not understood properly. And yeah. I, I yeah. give them a chance to express themselves. I wish in your book you had written how you actually got this deal. It would have been hilarious. Maybe yeah. the second... Fun? maybe in the second edition you'll say oh maybe i should tell you
1: <laughs> i have i have some second I, book I, ideas I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy the, to I'm, tell
0: you i'm the cobbler who went barefoot and i yeah, published this yeah. agent, and here's how i got my deal um yeah. so because otherwise i would never have known And because i know hay house uh i've interviewed jay bolt taylor jill bolty taylor who has a wonderful book with mm-hmm. Hay house um, mm-hmm. and um and so i know them well and they're a very interesting publisher because they published these, weird uh, books about crystals and the uh, and spiritual and they also publish how to succeed in life and uh, business mm-hmm. books um,
1: exactly and they're big authors, you know, with big, like what, what's wonderful about working with them is the author. first of all, they brand recognition. They've got this enormous email list that people are actually, oh, I'm excited about the next Hay House book. In addition, the authors support one another, have, you know, these bigger platforms. They can get you on the podcast. They can. So that is un- unlike, you know, even a Random House or um, a Simon & Schuster people aren't going around saying, I need that next book from Simon & Schuster. That doesn't, they don't have that direct-to-consumer identity. So, you know, I couldn't speak more highly of the publisher in working collaboratively with, with me on The Jacket, understanding I know my audience best. They really work with authors, you know, as equals. So that has been enormous.
0: Hey, before we leave, um, yeah. just a, a couple of free tips from your book. Please. Again, I, yeah. I all of my all of my audience, you should run out and buy this book. Even if oh, only 10 or 20 percent applies to you, there are so many gems that you can use. Uh it's so well worth the money. i uh, Lucinda, oh, a you. Few, few free gems.
1: Yeah. Well, I want to focus on children's writers because that's your audience. And I do feel even though I don't I, personally I, I'm rubber- not sure
0: because MBN, the, the new books yeah. network, I'm gonna tell them uh Dr. Marshall Poe, I'm going to say, uh, you know, this this interview is not just about children's books. This is yeah, across the yeah. board. Go ahead. Yeah. Speak, speak to the yeah, children's I do. authors. These are my main, sure. main, main, main folks.
1: Yeah. So just to, you know, literally show you, because you can decide as a children's author if this, if this is right for you. Of course, you can't see it. But I can tell you that every single chapter here is relevant so going so first you have like sort of a basic what what value does a literary agent provide in addition to just brokering the deal because we're not just real estate brokers we are your lifetime advocates and it's incredibly important to find an interview and sign with the right agent not just the first one who loves you necessarily i mean often that's a great indication of the partner you should be with but you know again this person works for you and it's a long partnership and you need to ask questions as one of you know i interviewed 20 people for this book editors best-selling authors in all spaces um agents so you don't have to just take my word for it and first fact they all take authors from the slush pile 20 years into their career or more they're still signing first-time talent and getting excited about it and shaping their work but um I was going to say that you know one of my authors, Lisa, not one of my authors, one of the authors I interviewed for the book, Lisa Unger, said that a question she asked her agent that she was interviewing was, are you going to drop me if the book doesn't sell? What are we going to do if the going gets tough? Really good question to ask when you're interviewing agents. So first we talk about agents um, as the author's secret weapon. Discover your big idea applies to children's fiction and nonfiction as well. What do I mean by this? It means that it can't be for a niche audience. It means that it has to feel like it's different and new, you know, which is the next chapter. How do you decide on your differentiator? How are you looking at the market to distinguish where you where you fall in it? Um, pinpoint what your reader craves. I talk about, this is our step three of the six-step model that I, that I spell out. It's, it's really knowing your reader. Um, what they want what they crave. A book for everyone is a book for no one. So children's authors might think, well, it's for children. <laughs> no, you know, let's begin with the right age. Many people get that wrong. Um, who's buying it? Is the, ch- is the child gravitating toward it or is the parent or is the teacher? Now, if you're writing a commercial book, the answer should be all three. So that you have to really think about that because for instance, a lot of parents write books, they're first time authors, and they're writing a book that makes a lot of sense to an adult you know, uh, standpoint, like they're trying to be educational with the message, but they're not being entertaining for the four-year-old or the, the 13-year-old child. And that's critically important. Uh, claim your authority. So this, you know, I could talk a lot about, again, marketing side of things, but if you are a first-time children's author, you're one of... Thousands, as you said, the odds aren't great. So how are you going to present that you have some sort of authority? Maybe you've published before. Maybe you were a teacher. Uh, You know, there are maybe you've workshopped with a famous author or even a well-known, well-respected author. Uh, Get seen. Any marketing rule can apply because you need to have Google visibility in this day and age. The four kinds of writers who get book deals, really fun little intermission. That's going to apply to every children's author. Which of the four types? People take a quiz, they figure out their type, and then they get to lead with their strengths, make their yeah. pitch according to what is most compelling about them rather than feel they have to adhere to this formula and this template in an agency. That, 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 form. that,
0: that quiz was a great quiz.
1: Wasn't that fun? Yeah, I, and I I'm can't... no master quiz maker. Which I one came were you,
0: Mel? I was, I was D, one? I was the creative. I got D, 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 D.
1: Oh, D, that's the crusader. And I don't doubt that. That D is the, so no. it's ideator,
0: ideator? I was the ideator, Lucinda.
1: Oh, I see. Okay, you I'm, a, I'm also a bit yes. of a
0: crusader, but for, for yes. Jewish people, yes. try to find a better <laughs> it way. Go
1: hand in it, absolutely. So yeah, I, I actually am the same blend. Um, And then uh, pitch persuasively. So that's again how you now use your writer type to create the best pitch, no matter what the formula is on that website of the agency you're submitting to. There are still key things we're looking for. That's what that chapter is about. And then find your agent how to ask the right questions, how to close the deal, how to act as your own best agent. Because this book is disguised as how to write the perfect query letter. It's actually how to write the foundation for a great and timeless book that you are proud of, and also how to be your own best advocate and your own agent, learning the strategies and the shortcuts that I'm revealing in this book.
0: Okay, so before we go, um, I would just want to challenge you, because one of the things you wrote is something that um, most... Uh, Texts on the subject say not to do <laughs> for children's books. Um, they they say only write in your biography things that pertain directly to your story, or children's story, and your career in kidlit. And I'm thinking no, because so many deals get get made at conferences where you meet people or you pitch, and you actually there's some human connection. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And what what I under, in what I infer from your writing is. It's it's okay in your bio to be a little human, or am I mistaken here?
1: Um, and to be a little human, yeah, I love that. I mean, this book contains sample query letters. One of them is a children's uh, author, and you know, showing a little personality. You know, the number one thing that the editors that I interviewed for this book said, which echoes my sentiment, my agent' sentiment as well, is we're looking for someone collaborative, someone we actually like working with. Personally, can't speak for all agents out there. I fall in love with artists before I fall in love with the art. These are people we represent that the the tagline on our website is books change lives. We represent the people behind them. We're not thinking of this as just a product. We're thinking of this as a relationship. So in answer to your question, you can include a flourish about yourself. You don't want to be too zany. You want to keep it professional, but um, quirks in your characters will show that you are a creative, you know,
0: Aim for memorable. Aim for surprising.
1: So info memorable.
0: Info memorable. Yeah, we just invented a new word, uh, Lucinda. <laughs> uh, um, we we have to go.
1: You yeah, have uh, yes, You yes. have,
0: and I want to uh, say something to you in private. So we're going to say goodbye to all our wonderful audience, and then I'm mm-hmm. going to ask you to go and come back. So I just there's something I'm dying to tell you, uh, but I Uh-oh. cannot tell everybody. Um, so Uh-oh. I. One second. No, it's, it's, not, it's not a bad thing at all. So uh, Lucinda, Lucinda Halpern, uh, you have your own agency. You have your own uh, take on life. Um, you are a brilliant supporter of uh, so many wonderful authors. And uh, it's been great interviewing you. And congratulations, a huge big muzzleload on your book. Get signed. So everybody, get out and buy this book. It's really an eye-opener, even for people who think that they know everything. There's a lot to be learned from your book. Published. Thank you.
1: Let me say one more thing, Mel, about the bonuses. Thank you. So if you go to getsignedbook.com, there is a bonuses page. If you have bought this book, you should enter your receipt. uh, Amazon, you know, we'll trust you. (laughs) If you don't still have the receipt, you can tell us. And then you get access to these videos, full videos, to a submission tracker that has been used to successfully find agents, to a workbook that can be your companion and keep you productive. I mean, we've invented, we've spent a lot of time creating these bonuses. So wherever you buy the book, come back to the website, tell us you've bought it, and we will give you these bonuses. It's getsignedbook.com backslash bonuses.
0: Okay, and I will share this in the in the material of the uh, interview. Nice. Uh, Thank you. Lucinda Halpern, it's been wonderful. Go out and come back. I want to share something with you and to everybody else. I'm Mel Rosenberg, host of the Children's Literature Channel of the New Books Network. And this has been a wonderful interview with Lucinda Halpern. And congratulations on your new book. So go out and come back. Bye-bye, everybody else. Bye. Have a nice week.